Why, hello there. We've been expecting you. In the woods. A podcast about the mysterious, the legendary, and the plain weird. Because you never know what you're going to find in the woods. I'm Sandy. And I'm Chasse. Hi! (laughs) (laughs) How are you? Tired. Me too. I'm Um, so tired. How anything new happen? Um... No. Not really. Oh, um, I had a lengthy conversation conversation at work with uh, my co-workers. Uh, a shout out to Sophia and Carson, if they ever get this far in the podcast. Wow. <laughs> I think I mentioned Sophia before, but um, uh, Sophia's really cool. She, she likes a lot of the same stuff as me. And uh, Carson is just this teenage kid who, when he found out I had a podcast, he's like, tell me it. And, but he's also one of my students, so I was like, ah, oh, no, you can't listen to this. No. <laughs> tell me about it. No. <laughs> but I gave in. Because I'm weak. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, how are you, Sadie? I am also so tired. I got up today because the poetry workshop that I actually worked really hard on, this morning I woke up and realized I hated it and I redid the whole thing. Oh my god. Before going to the school. I don't know if I mentioned it on here, but um, I yeah, I did a poetry workshop at a high school today for Multiculture Day. It was super fun. I, I went. They gave me this lovely little gift and they gave me food tickets because they were having a multicultural lunch fair. And it was super cool. I was very overwhelmed. And I mean, not in the best way possible. Because lately, I've been like just so sad about all of these hateful comments I've been reading on Facebook. Mostly that have to do with the New Zealand shooting. And it was just a harsh reminder that people suck. Mm-hmm. And... Like, that's just part of my world. And then, you know, I today I go and there's this multicultural, like, event. And there's, like, these teenagers from all different parts of the world. And they're, like, performing their traditional dance and, like, traditional song. And, like, I'm eating some bomb-ass samosas. And I was like, man, there's still a lot of good left. And I was, like, about to cry. But I was like, I must keep it together. They yeah. cannot see me crumble. <laughs> they can smell fear. So, yeah, that was, that was really great. And that really tired me out. Oh, and then I went to A Street Books and Comics. I bought two books because they were super cheap. And the lady there was so nice. She gave me a cookie. Whoa. I know. She's like, do you want a cookie? And I was like, fuck, yeah. That's the best kind of person in this world. Mm-hmm. One who just gives away cookies. And now I have a points card or whatever. It's not really a card. I just give them my phone number and I can get points at A Street Books and Comics. Oh, yeah. I forgot that they did that. Yeah, so I feel like I should just go there. Like, I went there because my bus still had like 20 minutes before it arrived and the bus stop is right outside mm-hmm. and I was looking for like the fu- Funko Pop vinyls because I need I still need a bu- or Bubbles and Buttercup and mm-hmm. I want to collect all of the Belchers from Bob's Burgers but I didn't end up looking for them because I was busy because I was like <laughs> oh right they also sell used books that's funny yeah and yeah she was she was super nice did you do anything today um no I, I respect that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't do a whole lot. Though I'm really enjoying my new pets, my axolotls. I mentioned that last week. I need to post a picture of them. 
Yeah, on Instagram. Um, they're a lot of fun, which is weird to say about fish, but they're fun. They're so cute. Excellent. I like that meme you sent me today. <laughs> People say, how do you pronounce your name? It's hard. My name, well, my name's Maria. Maria. <laughs> that was cute. Oh, I took Loki to a car wash and he did not have a good oh, time. Oh yeah, he's in your snap. He was not okay. <laughs> I was just sitting in the car with Loki and Ian was out there and he had like, oh, my God. he went nuts when he got to like the soapy like brush. <laughs> Loki's like, get that out of my fucking face. I hate that. And he was like scratching at the door. So what does Ian do? He like does it more aggressively. Yeah, yeah of to, course. Uh, That's and like he was running everywhere and by the end, Loki was so dehydrated. And I was like, okay, we have Aww. to go home because he needs water. Like, he was just like... <laughs> yeah. Was he was, like, drooling. And I was Aww. like, oh, my God, you did this to yourself. I need to take my dogs to a car wash and see how they react. <laughs> I mean, like, it's kind of funny Lindsay when they would react. Lindsay be so like, mad. <laughs> would he? Yeah. Dude, he parks at vacuum cleaners. Well, actually, he runs away from them. Loki's afraid of my blow dryer. This morning I turned it on and he went and hid behind Ian. Wow. But I don't think it's the noise. I think it's, like, the the wind. He doesn't like wind on his face. What's with you and blow dryers? Oh, yeah. <laughs> my, I don't know, my vice. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Patreon exclusive. Watch us take our dogs to the car wash. <laughs> That'd be fun. That would be. We, yeah. we just recorded, like, a few days ago, so, yeah, we don't have a whole lot to talk about. Yeah. Shasta went to Booster Juice, and I was like, why didn't I go to Booster Juice? I gave you some. You did. It was great. Yes. I could have died, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I asked Sandy if she has a nut allergy after she took a sip. <laughs> I don't. You're lucky that I've known you for years and know that you don't have a nut then allergy. Then why did you ask? <laughs> it's kind of, oh my god, you remember that time in high school when I electrocuted you? Oh my god! <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. That was really funny. <laughs> and our teacher was like, don't electrocute your friends. Like, God, have some respect. Because <laughs> you probably didn't know what else to say. Well, yeah, don't coming electrocute a, your friends. Coming from a teacher's perspective now, it's, uh, I would probably just shake my head and walk away, too. <laughs> I was, because I wasn't even paying attention. You're like, man, I wonder if my binder ring... And I was, like, over here talking to someone else, and then, like, you grabbed my hand without... And I was, like, okay. Like, I wasn't really noticing, and then suddenly there was this electric shock, and you were, like, I didn't want to touch it. What if I got electrocuted? (laughs) I was too scared, okay? I was, was like, what the hell? Okay. Okay, so we had these devices in high school that you could, like, test the charge of items around the room, and it would put, like, an electrical current through it. But when you took it off, the item that could be charged, like metal, like binder rings, um, it would stay in there. And obviously, if you touch it later, like, you would get shocked. So I charged my binder rings. And then I'm like, wait, what if later, when I I forget that it's charged, what if I go to, like, grab my binder and I electrocute myself? I have a solution. (laughs) So I was like, man, I can't touch it. I'm scared. Like, it's going to shock me. 
Hey, Sandy. You didn't even say hat? that. You were just like, I'm pretty sure I did, but you were talking to someone. Yeah, I remember talking to someone. And I didn't notice. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't notice you grabbing my hand because I was too engrossed in whatever I was talking about. Probably books. And uh, <laughs> yeah, suddenly. And I like, I did this little like shake. And the person I was talking to was like, what is happening right now? <sighs> oh, I miss high school. Yeah. I'm... I swear I'm a good friend. Mm. Yeah, no. <laughs> I remember one time my dad called me a bad friend because I didn't buy you your Folk Fest, like, passport thing. Oh He's God. like, wow, you didn't even buy Chathney's, like, Folk Fest ticket. Like, wow, you're such an awful friend and she deserves so much better than Holy. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure he was kidding. But he's like, wow. <laughs> I was like, funny. All right. Thanks, Jose. <laughs> I don't know if it still listens. Dad, hello? Hello. Email us. <laughs> okay. Well, so this week's topic is a long run, no, long long time coming, because we had it on the yeah. list from the very begin- beginning. We had it on the list before we started a podcast, yeah. I think. Yeah. Because we're both fucking nerds. You know, after this, I went on the book club group I'm in, and I was like, I need book suggestions with this topic, because this is <laughs> fucking cool. But anyways. Oh, I'm excited then. I am talking about mermaids. Woo! I fucking love mermaids. I always have. My favorite Disney princess is Ariel. I personally would not have turned into a human. Why? When you could be a merm. But whatever. Yeah. I respect your decisions. No yeah. matter how wrong. No, I'm just kidding. When I was, like, like really young, like, the first five years, six years of my life, my favorite princess was Ariel as well. And I had a bunch of Little Mermaid stuff. I still have my Little Mermaid blanket. You can ask my mother. Hi, Mom. She does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've probably seen it because I take it to, like, sleepovers. I still have my Lion King blanket. Like, it's not my mom's, but mm-hmm. she still has it. And I was like, ah. Oh, it's yeah. just so comfy. And... Uh, my cousin and I, because we grew up going to, like, a cabin and a lake, and we swam all the time, so that was, like, one of our games, that we, we always pretended to be mermaids in the, in the lake. Yeah, cause I, I grew up, like, most of my childhood was spent in Maryland, which is, like, I'd live 15 minutes away from the beach, so that was, like, a big thing for yeah. girls my age, who were, like, 10, 11, to play, like, to pretend to be mermaids, because who doesn't want to be a... Mermaid. I still want to be a mermaid. Me too, except because um, I'm edgy. I want to be an evil mermaid. One of I my would favorite. Be any kind of mermaid. One of my favorite depictions are like evil mermaids. I feel like they kind of fit the folklore a little more. Oh yeah. Also, for sure. like there's this artist my sister told me to follow on Instagram. I can't remember what his name is, but I'll show you pictures of him after, or yes. like his art after. But he does a lot of like demonic kind of um like artwork mm-hmm. oh like really sexual demonic like demons in an orgy kind of thing but yeah. it's super cool and i remember i was looking through his instagram before going to bed and i had the weirdest dream so his artwork is that that powerful <laughs> But, like, and he drew, he has this art print, except it's a really big art print, and I was gonna buy it until I realized how big it was, and that's why it was, like, oh, like, pretty expensive, but it's these evil mermaids, and I was like, yes, and I was just really vibing. Mm. Yeah, you'll have to show it to me. Yeah. So, 
here I go. In case you don't know what a mermaid is, a mermaid is an aquatic being with the upper body of a female human and the tail of a fish. Mermaids appear in folklore of many cultures around the world. The first stories have said to have appeared in ancient Assyria, which is a Mesopotamian kingdom. Mm. So the goddess, you know, and I tried pronouncing this and I still can't, Atargatis. Yeah, so she transformed herself into a mermaid out of shame for accidentally killing her human lover. Mm. And the word mermaid, in case you didn't know, comes from... Old English words mare, which means sea, and maid, which means young woman. Mermaids are usually depicted as beautiful women with long flowing hair. However, that has not always been the case. So I'm sure everyone has heard about sirens. Um, If you don't, let me tell you. Settle in. So in Greek mythology, the sirens are dangerous creatures who lured sailors to their deaths using their enchanting music and voices. So nowadays sirens are like are seen as similar to mermaids but in ancient greece sirens and mermaids were different things so sirens had the upper body of a human woman but the lower body of a bird mm-hmm. so like their legs were were bird legs and they had feathers and wings some even had like the upper body of a bird and the lower body of a human whoa yeah That's so fun. sirens were not originally Mermaids. Interesting. Yeah. I actually learned about this in my religious studies class recently. So sirens have been linked to certain locations. These locations are both real and some imaginary. So they tend, like, I I guess sirens live around Italy and Greece. However, the most popular myth has placed them in the Tyrrhenian Sea off the coast of Sorrento. All of the places where sirens are supposedly found are very rocky areas, so basically convenient places for sailors to wreck their boats and die. Well, that's so interesting. I actually seen a mermaid siren when I was in Italy. Ooh. I didn't. Oh. I did see a giant goldfish. Same thing. (laughs) (laughs) So originally sirens were both, or like depicted as both males and females, but the male siren disappeared from art at around 5th century BC. And uh, I guess people realized that women were wicked and so good at tempting and seducing men that they're like, women are evil, that's why all sirens are women. Oh my god. Yeah. So no one really knows why or how mermaids and sirens got interconnected. Uh, Now people use the terms interchangeably, but mermaids have also been part of Greek mythology and they are different than sirens. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to kind of talk about other kind of sea legends. So way before there were mermaids, there was one merman. The merman, if you will. Trident. Sort of. Poseidon. Sort of. Oh. His name was E-A? E? It's E-A. Just E-A. Entertainment arts. Sure. You know, that's actually, like, when I typed it in, that's what came up. And I was like, no. Sims. Then it reminded me how Ian was bitching about it the other day. Oh, my God. Whatever. Um... He was the Babylonian god of the sea. He had the lower body of a fish and an upper body of a human man. He was one of those all-purpose deities. So he brought art and science into humanity, but he also had time to battle evil while bringing us all of these great things. He is associated with water, 
And he is also the patron god of cleaners. And the article I read said, because, well, someone needed to be. So he's the, <laughs> the patron god of cleaners, whatever yay, that means. Yay, yay, yay. Yeah. Yeah, a, E, a, whatever, ooh. was later co-opted by the Greeks as Poseidon and the Romans as Neptune. So, like, that's where the Poseidon and, like, all those people came from. Ah. Yeah. So a nymph... Moving on. Yes. Nymphs are supernatural beings in Greek mythology that are associated with air, seas, and water. Nymphs are divine spirits who animate and maintain nature for the environments where they live and are said to be beautiful and young, graceful maidens. Of course, because those are the best maidens I get. I was really salty. I'm like, all this is so sexist. So, yeah, anyways. They are divided into subgroups such as wind evening and sunsets, seas, rivers and streams, and trees and forests. Mm -hmm. So water nymphs do not have the body of a fish, but instead they just live around the water and taking care of the environment around it because if they don't, no one else will. I was also salty because I was like, you're destroying the planet. Someone Mm -hmm. has to take care of it. (laughs) So my favorite mermaids are the evil ones. So I'm going to talk about them. Uh, We have established that mermaids tend to be portrayed as beautiful, alluring, and kind creatures. But this is not true everywhere. A lot of cultures have myths and folklore where mermaids are actually evil, evil creatures. Mm -hmm. So in Africa, for example, mermaids are seen as malevolent. In Zimbabwe, mermaids have been featured in various myths and legends um, where they are called mandao. The Mandao is a water spirit who has the body of a snake. So they have, like, the lower body of a snake and then the upper body of a human. Uh Uh-huh. They are also said to represent abundance and money. However, they are also portrayed as malicious creatures who spend their time pulling swimmers underwater and to their death. That's my favorite pastime, That's funny. bored today. Hope someone comes out swimming so I can (laughs) kill them, I guess. (laughs) So there are a lot of people who live in Zimbabwe who truly believe that these creatures exist, and they report sightings and incidents, like, that involve the Mundao. For example, in 2012, so not too long ago, there was work being done out at the Gokwe Dam in Midlands in the Osborne Dam in Manicaland, I think is how, yeah, looks right. Mm Mm-hmm. However, the work was suspended because workers refused to go to work there since they claimed there was mermaids lurking in the water. They described them as being pale skin with long black hair and fishtails. The workers were supposed to repair and install water pumps there, but then people were reported to be vanishing mysteriously and others reported being attacked by these mermaids. Mm -hmm. So Japan also has its share of evil mermaids, a creature called Nin. Nin Ningyo Ningyo N I N G Y O Ningo Anyways, yeah. I'm moving on. Is a monster described as a giant fish with a human face and a monkey's mouth. Oh what? So monkey's a fish mouth. with a human face, but when they open their mouth, it's a fucking monkey's mouth. Okay. Um, And sometimes even has horns and fangs. However, even though the creature is so ugly, anyone who eats it will have eternal youth and beauty. However, catching one and killing it brings terrible storms and misfortunes to villages. So is it worth it? Interesting. So if you killed one, 
you would get eternal like if you killed it and eat it yeah you'd get but your your village is screwed yeah I mean, I mean, I guess, I, I is guess the village like, my high school? Because... Bye. <laughs> that reminds me of that My Chemical Romance song for some reason. Uh, kill All Your Friends? Yeah, Kill yeah, All Your Friends. Kill All Your Friends. <laughs> Who cares? Um, in Brazil, the idea of mermaids comes from the legend of Iara, the Lady of the Waters. Iara was a water snake... Uh, but became an immortal woman with green eyes and brown skin who was known to lure sailors to her underwater palace where they became her lovers. Yara is blamed for many accidents in the Amazon, especially those where men disappear. So I guess she's just chilling in the Amazon, taking all these lovers. So the last thing I want to talk about, because I thought it was cool, is co- or not cool, but interesting. Yeah. Is Sirenum... Omelia, Siren Omelia, also known as mermaid syndrome, is a rare congen- oh, yeah, yeah. a rare congenital disorder in which a child is born with their legs fused together in small genitalia. This condition affects one out of every one hundred thousand births and is usually fatal because of kidney and bladder compli- complications. Mm. Babies born with this condition usually live only for a day or two. However, there have been four known survivors as of July of two thousand three. But have they tried throwing a child into the ocean? Maybe they are mermaids. Probably. But anyway, yeah, I condensed that quite a bit. There's a lot about mermaids, and I would be okay with talking about it forever, but we don't have forever. (laughs) (laughs) Unless we catch one of those fish monster things and eat it. But it won't turn us into mermaids. No. Did you find out how you turn into a mermaid? Um, some myths say it's a curse. Yeah, but how do you get that curse? Mm. You piss off a witch? I don't know. Let's go find a witch. And piss her off. Mm Mm-hmm. she gives us something else, like something dumb. I would tell her to give me something better. (laughs) A mermaid. Be like, you know what, witch? I want to be a mermaid. Okay. Ugh, me too. <laughs> Live this life and... Or leave this life, yes. And if we, like, go. we might die before we hit the ocean, though, because we're kind of in the middle of the continent. Well, like, kind of have to ask her to give us, um, give us some time to get there. <laughs> <laughs> we can just jump in the river. Like, can we, like, just live in... No, but the sketch river is kind of gross. Oh, we can be river, river mermaids. That's funny, because... Okay, everybody who's listening who isn't from Saskatchewan needs to go look up the song Saskatchewan Pirate. Oh, yeah. Because it's so funny. I was It came on the radio the other day, I oh, think, because it. Um, it was St. Patrick's Day. And they're like, oh, this kind of has like a fiddly kind of <laughs> noise. <laughs> noise? <laughs> I remember Ian played it for me, and he's like, this was my jam. And I'm it's like, just, all right. Oh, I'm he's not like, even surprised. He's from Swift Current. So like. <laughs> Get right. Re- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But uh, he's like, we played this at every high school dance. So I was like, yeah, every probably. wedding in Saskatchewan has that song. So you know what that means? No, I don't want that at my wedding. I'm sorry. Listen, I'm American. Well, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm Mexican. It's called "The Last Saskatchewan Pirate" by the Arrogant Worms, and it was made in 1992. Yeah, actually, I rarely went to high school dances, 
But the, that song was played at all of my church dances. They have lots of really funny songs. I remember we had to listen to the one um, that got them on that watch list in the U.S. <laughs> the one about um, burning down the White House. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe someday we'll cover the arrogant worms on maybe. the pod. <laughs> I was, oh, I remember that class and I was so mad at everyone because they're like, the Americans won. No, the Canadians won. I'm like, none of you won. It was a draw. And even my teacher was like, yeah, it was a draw. Like, no one no one won. And I'm like, God, like, both sides suck. Well, we've been talking about nonsense for about ten minutes, so. <laughs> Let's begin, shall we? Ah. The unicorn. A mysterious and legendary animal. And plain weird. <laughs> You should have added that. You missed your chance. I didn't want to be self-aware. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sure. Do you want to break the third what, third wall? Fourth wall. Fourth right. wall. The fourth window. <laughs> anyway, so. A mysterious, legendary, and plain weird animal that many of us are quite familiar with. Rainbows and unicorns, right? Yeah. <gasps> Were you, like, obsessed with unicorns as a kid? No. Me neither. I mean, my grandma kind of tried to push it on me, because she'd always buy me, like, My Little Unicorn... Yeah, my, no, My Little Pony oh, stuff. Oh, I never had My Little, little Pony stuff. I apparently did. I had knockoff My Little Pony stuff. I mean, I'm sure I did, too. I didn't ask for it. My grandma was just like, look at all these ponies. You love them. And I was like, sure. You just keep bringing them to me. Yeah, but unicorns actually weren't really popular when I was a kid. But now they are. Yeah, like, my cousin Danny, for her second birthday, my aunt threw her a unicorn-themed party. Like, it was cool. It was cute. She had, like, a little unicorn horn, and it was... Hmm. But yeah, it's a thing now. Everyone wants to be a unicorn. I mean, got all the power to you. In a world of horses, be a unicorn. <laughs> yeah. Okay, anyway. So, I, I hope we're all familiar with them. So, uh, they usually, you know, look like a horse. They're, um... Um... They're a mythical creature, depicted with the body of a horse, but with a single, usually spiraled, horn grown out of its forehead. Thus, its name, Cornus, Latin for horn. So, one horn, unicorn, one oh, horn. Wow. Oh, Ooh, why didn't una, I like uno, like Spanish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One horn. Or like a unicycle. Yeah. One wheel. Okay. <laughs> the unicorn has been around for many years before the Middle Ages, depicted in ancient civilizations all over the world, including Europe and Asia. Mentioned by ancient Greeks in accounts of natural history by various writers. The Bible also describes an animal, the ram. I don't know what that is. A ram, which some versions translate as unicorn. In European folklore, the unicorn is often depicted as a white, horse-like, or goat-like animal with a long horn and cloven hooves, sometimes a goat's beard. In the Middle Ages and the Renaissance, it was commonly described as an extremely wild woodland creature, a symbol of purity and grace, which could be captured only by a virgin. Of course. Yes. Of course. I, I will get to, get to more of that, and I'm like, really? But anyway. Okay, so... Found in the Indus Valley Civilization, a civilization lasting from 3300 BCE to 1300 BCE, 
in the northwestern regions of South Asia were seals that depicted a profile view of an animal who looked to be the unicorn that we know of today. Problem with this is that because the animal is at a side view for us, it is possible that there is a second horn behind the behind the one horn we do see. So like it's a picture of an animal, kind of looks like a horse, except it has horns sticking out the top of its head. Mm-hmm. But it's a side view of an animal. Okay. So, realistically, there could be another horn on the other side of that horn. <gasps> oh, my God. So, is it a unicorn? A duocorn. It's a duocorn. <laughs> Our whole life has been a lie. Duocorn kind of sounds like a deep fried treat I'd find at, like, the fair. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Come get your duocorns. Yes. Oh, I can't that, wait for the, the unicorn. for the X now. Every time I go, I eat so much. Oh I don't even God. care. I haven't gone in a while. But well, come with me ne- this year. Hopefully year. some good people come play music. I like going when there's the free concerts. Mm. I haven't gone to the free concerts the past few. I went, yeah, my sibling, because I had just gotten back from Ontario when the X was happening, so my siblings and I went, and the whole time Oscar was like, I want to go to the Wi-Fi zone, and I'm like, no! Oh my god. Fucking teens. It is believed that these seals are more likely depicted in an extinct species of large cattle that were found in Asia, Europe, and North Africa, and genetically similar to the European bison. So from, like, the picture that I've seen, it basically looks like a bison. Okay. Just with a horn? Yeah. yeah okay. But they're probably out the sides. Mm, yeah. But from side view, it would look like it's going straight up. Mm. And for some reason, back in the day, they didn't know how to, like, draw things in depth. That's funny. <laughs> so they made everything, like, 2D images, like, super flat looking. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Gotta talk to Sylvia about that. Yeah. Sylvia? Thoughts? <laughs> why, why, why was their art so bad back? Come on. Despite the unlikelihood of their real existence, the Greeks were convinced it was real. You know, the unicorns. So, the unicorn was withheld from Greek mythology, as we know, it, as we know is filled with mystical yet fake creatures of all sorts. Like the siren. <laughs> like the siren. And instead, the unicorn was written into accounts of natural history, meaning that they were said to be real animals. So okay. the Greeks were like, yo, dudes, this animal, it's real. It has a horn. Has anyone see it? Magical. No, but what? Yeah. I heard my, my cousin Frank said that his friend's mom. I knew this mom. guy who knew this guy who knew this guy who knew this guy who knew this guy's cousin. Yeah. That was a SpongeBob reference if everyone didn't know. <laughs> so yeah, they thought that the unicorn was real. They believed that the unicorn resided in India, a place in which they knew very little of, but dreamed of plenty. They had lots of wild ideas about India. So, like, of course, a country we've never been to, an animal we've never seen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pretty much. That's how I write my essays. Mm-hmm. The earliest description is from some dude named Stistis. <laughs> I don't know. Stistis? Theseus? Theseus is probably like either Theseus or Theseus. But who starts their name with a C then a T? That doesn't even Stesius. Make, that doesn't even Maybe make the sense. C is silent. Okay, fine. Tessius? Tessius. I mean, I'm probably wrong, but. <laughs> a Greek doctor and historian. I looked up his occupations, but I didn't look up how to say his name. <laughs> uh, I always say, I'll do that when I'm done my notes and then I forget. 
<laughs> he wrote in his book, which was called Indica, or translated to On India, so I'm guessing there's a book on India, he described them as wild asses. Yeah, wild asses, fleet of foot, having a horn, a cubit and a half in length, which is, this doesn't make any sense, 700 millimeters and 28 inches. <laughs> what? Wait, Those what? are two totally different, like, forms of measurement. Yeah. Unless they mean 700 millimeters or 28 inches. I'm not sure. But it's a cubit and a half in length. And colored white, red, and black. So that was what Stesius said unicorns look like. In the Middle Ages and the Renaissance, they knew of the unicorn from biblical and ancient sources and popularized the alleg- allegory. <laughs> yeah, allegory of representing in- of the unicorn representing incarnation, specifically in relation to the Virgin Mary and Christ. Christ himself. You know, Jesus, our homie. Yeah. (laughs) Our Lord Jesus is dead. April Fools. (laughs) I'll forever wish we could get Easter on April Fools again. We could have posted that meme for Easter. April Fools. Well, bam. April Fools. I loved that meme. I showed everyone. I know. (laughs) It's so funny. Okay. The story goes that a unicorn upon seeing Virgin Mary laid its head to rest upon her lap, as only a virgin woman is able to tame a wild unicorn. One traditional method of hunting unicorns involved entrapment by a virgin. In one of his books, Leonardo da Vinci, not to get confused with (laughs) well-known actor... With Oscar-winning actor. Yeah, Oscar-winning, now Oscar-winning actor, Leonardo DiCaprio. You know, the guy from... The Titanic, or that really bad Romeo and Juliet movie. Which was filmed in Mexico City. <laughs> oh my god, I loved when we watched that in grade nine. Yeah, I was it's listening, just so funny. I was listening to a book podcast, and this one lady wrote in and said, I, this is my favorite movie, it was like the Romeo and Juliet from 1996, like, recommend me books that are just like this, but that aren't YA, and then the hosts are like, do you realize you gave us so little to work with when you said not YA? And then she yeah. goes, like, they're like, you do realize Roman and Juliet is, like, a YA it totally is. story. That's, that's why it's so bad. So no, I'm just funny. kidding. I love YA. But that's why they died at the end. What? You love YA? Based on last week's episode, I wouldn't have any idea of that. <laughs> I wrote in the show notes, we talk about Twilight, like, a lot. I know, I saw. <laughs> and I was like, we do. Get ready. It was so funny. That's um, fun. If you want to talk about Twilight, I'm down. But yeah, that movie is like my aesthetic for some reason. <laughs> that was why it's did just we watch that? a wild that? mess. Like, like, do you yes. remember the beginning when that one guy licked his nipple? Why did we watch that? <laughs> that is a great piece of theatrical literature, okay? I mean, it was great and I loved every second of it. I love it even more now that I know it was filmed in Mexico City. <laughs> Let's go, we'll visit the set. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm down. Okay, anyway, so, you know, Leonardo da Vinci, not DiCaprio. So, da Vinci said, The unicorn, though it's intemperance and not knowing how to control itself, for the love it bears, the fair maidens forgets its ferocity and wildness. And laying beside... Oh, no. 
<laughs> and lying aside all fear, it will go up to a seated damsel and go sleep in her lap, and thus the hunters take it. So, like, yeah. I'm finding this all to be very, like, symbolic of, vir- like, virginity and stuff. And then, oh like, the God. fact that nowadays it's, like, you know... Unicorns are, like, associated with children, like, young girls, specifically. Oh, my God. It's weird, okay? It's really weird. You could write, like, and a thesis on that. I could. I wrote here, I was like, so have they been, like, force-feeding this on, like, patriarchal shit or something? Like, yeah. Pa- yeah. It I was kind like, of knows, like, a lot of folklore just is, like, is. very sexist and very patriarchal. Oh, yeah, I was thinking that, like, during, while you were talking about the mermaid stuff, like, it was, like, loud, and, like, this is very that's what no, that's what it is definitely and like one of the reasons why like evil mermaids are female mm-hmm. is because like back then at least like I talk about it in my women in Jersey class classes and in my religious studies classes it's like women are just blamed for every mistake a man does oh he cheated on his wife well it was the mistress's fault she was so tempting look at her mm-hmm. and um. Like, a long time ago, music was seen as female because it they would compare music to orgasms. Oh. You know who gives you orgasms, I guess, is is women. So music back then was seen as... They'd, dispute, oh they'd always describe music as being female and not allowed in churches because it was so erotic. What? I love this class. I... This is also a class where we talk about black metal. Yes. I, like... Why are people like this? That's all I can say. Why so, are people like yeah. this? Makes okay. sense. Like so, that the unicorn is no different. Yeah. Okay. Let's just like make everything about virginity and sex. Sure. Okay. <clears throat> the unicorn tameable only by a virgin woman was, <laughs> <laughs> was well established in medieval medieval lore by the time that Marco Polo walked the earth. An Italian writer who... Marco! Polo. To be honest, I didn't know that was a real person until right now. I just thought that was a fun game. Marco! Polo! You ever played in the pool with your eyes closed? Yeah, we used to, like, turn off all the lights in the room. And... Marco Polo. Yeah, it was fun. Um, Let's bring it he back. described them as scarcely similar that oh no, but scarcely smaller than elephants. They have the hair of a, of a buffalo and feet like elephants. They have single large black horn in the middle of their forehead. They have a head like a wild boar's. They spend their time by preference in, or by preference wallowing in mud and slime. They are very ugly brutes to look at. They are not all such as we describe them when we relate that they let themselves be captured by virgins, but clean contrary to our notions. Hmm. So kind of reminds me of a mammoth. Yeah, like Marco Polo has seen these unicorns, and he's like, they're they ugly. There's like slimy. Well, that's like um, Christopher Columbus. He wrote in his diary that he saw mermaids and they were ugly, but a lot of people think that what he saw were manatees. Totally. Well, yeah, Marco Polo actually what he was describing was a rhinoceros. So. Oh, a magical creature. 
Yeah, he would, oh my god, could you imagine, like, everybody's like, man, these unicorns are so pretty, they're white, they glow and sparkle in the sun, and they have these huge horns that are, you know, the mystical creatures. When you find one, you're like, these things are fucking ugly. <laughs> Do I see the same thing everyone else is? But it's peer pressure, so you're like, ah, how beautiful. Oh, wow, so nice. And then everyone's like, how beautiful, because they don't want to be, like, the odd one out, but yeah. everyone's like, this animal's fucking ugly. And then ugly. there's Marco. <laughs> like uh are you guys okay yeah, you guys this seems ugly like look at it in the mud <laughs> that's so funny so uh, al- it also became symbolic the unicorn that is for chaste love and faithful marriage i'm not sure what chaste love is well being about. chaste is like maybe it's virgin, chaste, pure chaste love. yeah i kind of assumed that it meant like it's like in a church they're always like you must remain chaste okay then it's supposed to be chaste yeah i just don't know english so yeah chaste love and faithful marriage because the unicorn's horn was believed to possess magical healing powers the throne of denmark's the throne of denmark is made of them but it's actually narwhal tusks oh leave the narwhals alone they're in danger yeah so they they thought this is kind of funny so they thought that um these like horns that were washing up on the on the beach were unicorn horns but they're actually like narwhal tusks and stuff um so as well as their ceremonial cups were made of these um tusks and stuff because they believed that the horn could purify water and neutralize any poisons but again it was just narwhal not a unicorn in medieval and renaissance times, the tusk of the narwhal was sometimes sold as unicorn horn, also called an alicorn. So their horn is called an alicorn. And false alicorn dust was sold for medicinal purposes in Europe. So, yeah. Black market trade kind of thing. Of course. <laughs> um, it was thought that the alicorn could cure many diseases detect poisons and were very precious even though they were just narwhal horns still pretty cool though how many narwhal horns have you touched in your life Uh, none i'm missing out (laughs) (laughs) so pope john iii and king james i of england both allegedly paid great sums of money for whole unicorn horns although it is not known what happened to them and these may have very well been the horns of one horned narwhals similarly unicorn milk tears and blood were also thought to be very real and to have remarkable healing properties and even potent aphrodisiac diciac aphrodisiac qualities which fetched them exorbitant exorbitant prices even whole skeletons have popped up in history, but have just been elaborate hoax- hoaxes. Like, you know, the Loch Ness. That we know of. <laughs> Throwback. <laughs> oh, that was a good episode. Go listen to it. Build your own lake monster. Gabby was here. It was fun. Yeah, that was fun. We were dressed up. Yeah, we were. It was very fun. The unicorn is also well known for its depiction in the United Kingdom coat of arms. The unicorn represents Scotland and the lion symbolizing England. Before 1707, the Scottish Royal Arms coat of arms depicted the unicorn chosen because it has been. It was seen as a proud and haughty beast which would rather die than be captured, just as Scots would fight to remain sovereign and unconquered. 
Oh. Also. The unicorn is the national animal of Scotland. Oh, yeah, I knew that. That's awesome. <laughs> so, some more little tidbits I got here. Reported by CNN on March 29, 2016, researchers found unicorn remains, but they were actually just an ex- extinct ancestor to the rhinoceros. Now, they Ooh. extra little fact, they did think that this thing went extinct 300,000 years ago, but these, uh, like, the skeletal remains prove that they actually haven't roamed in the earth until 29,000 years ago. So that's a big oh, difference. Yeah. 270,000 years difference. So yeah, that's cool. In 1991, the renowned Austrian naturalist Antel Festetix allegedly saw a unicorn while filming a wildlife documentary in Harz Mountains. He claimed in an interview with Die Ganswalk <laughs> magazine that he had been out on horseback one evening when he saw something he would never forget. He would say, Suddenly, a unicorn came towards me at a gallop. There was a glow of light around the animal. My horse reared and almost threw me. Then, just as quickly, it was gone. Damn. And he, like, claimed there was footage, but nobody ever saw the footage, so it's, Classic. like, either government cover-up, or he's a liar. You he's decide. just not virgin enough. Probably not. <laughs> and, like, not womanly enough? Yeah, so... You have to be, like, a virgin lady, okay? <laughs> Which oh, you are not. And I didn't mention this, but sometimes they were like, you have to be naked, too. Of course! Why wouldn't I? <laughs> yeah. A video of a supposed unicorn was taken in 2010 in the wetlands of the Don Valley near Toronto, Ontario, in Canada, by a local bird watcher named Peter Hickey Jones. (laughs) I am so sorry. (laughs) So, Mr. Peter Hickey Jones um, has this video, and it seems to show a white horse with a single horn emerge from trees, gallop through a creek, and disappear into the woods again. And this footage was then purportedly submitted to the Ontario Science Centre for analysis. When this video began making the rounds on the internet, it created quite a stir, and not surprisingly, many immediately claimed it to be a hoax, especially since the video conveniently coincides with a promotional push for an exhibit at the center entitled Mythic Creatures, Dragons, Unicorns, and Mermaids. Um, I watched the video. It looks super faked. Of course. It looks like they just, like, pushed this horse into the frame and had this, like, taped on, like, <laughs> horn thing, because it kind of looks like it's, like, wiggling as it moves. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. <laughs> it was a very pretty horse, though. Okay, so in 2014, there was also a sighting in Scotland as well. So, you know, the unicorns are very much alive. Um, also, in Harry Potter, Voldemort drinks the blood of a unicorn. Oh, yes. That I was fun. That. Of that course. creepy. Always a fun time. That was a weird part. But, yeah. I've only seen the movie, sorry. I read the books, though. I read them such a long time ago, I don't actually remember anything. I've been thinking about rereading them. I don't know. See, my thing about reading them is, maybe I could do it now, but when all the movies were coming out, I loved the movies so much, I didn't want the movies ruined for myself, because everybody says the book's better, but I was like, I, like, sincerely love these movies. I sincerely don't remember if the books are better. Like, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure they are, okay? Don't, don't come at me, but I haven't read them in so long. Okay, so one last thing. Um... 
you can actually go hunting for unicorns. All you have to do is go to Lake Superior in Michigan and oh sorry oh. the the university Lake Superior University. Oh, I thought you were just gonna say lake, and I was like, I saw Lake Superior when I went to Ontario, but it was in <laughs> Michigan. I was like, oh, wrong side. <laughs> and you can get a license. To so to look for to go un- hunting for unicorns. Okay. So I because I'm in Michigan, like you know, every other day. Of course. At Lake Superior. Dylan. <laughs> I got us um a unicorn hunting license. Oh my god. Oh my god! <laughs> I am shook! Oh my god! See, it says, issued by the Department of Natural Unicorns of the Unicorn Hunters of Lake Superior State University. This is the best surprise ever! It says the Woods Podcast on it! Do you it. want to read what it says? <clears throat> I'll use my poet voice. Sounds good. <clears throat> Know ye by these presents that this license, good for a lifetime and beyond, except Valentine's Day, non-transferable, non-negotiable, once a member, always a memorable, or always a member, is herewith issued to the Woods Podcast, who has been examined on the regulations of unicorn questing and found wanting to hunt unicorns and is therefore entitled to do so, both on planet Earth and elsewhere, within specification rules and misinterpretations as printed on this paper. Okay. Uh, banded unicorns should be reported to the director, police, or DAR. Horn measurements as well as bearings on nearby virgins should be charted and notarized. Oh my god! Oh my god! So she came in and she's like, I have this piece of paper, but like, don't look at it until the end. And I was like, okay. And I forgot about it until right now. Oh Um, my God. Yeah. So we get to go unicorn hunting. Dylan, meet us in Michigan. Yeah. We'll take Gabby too. We're all the Woods Podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This should be fun. Sweet. We should frame that. We should. I figured we would. I mean. I'll put it up somewhere. Put it up. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, you know what I should do? I should get one for my cousin Danny, who's like turning three and she doesn't know what this is, <gasps> oh, but yeah, I should like get did. it and then like frame it. I mean, my aunt would love it. Yeah. Wait, I think my aunt listens to us, so she knows. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so cute. Yeah. Oh my god. That, that, that's the best. That's the <laughs> highlight of my day, and I did a lot today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I thought that was really neat. Um, so we are the Woods Podcast. We are officially, um, unicorn hunters. I can put that on my resume. <laughs> Literally, like, who would have imagined? Like, um, you don't believe me? <laughs> I'll laminate it. <laughs> we'll just carry around little versions in our, yes. in our, oh my, oh my god. god. Next time, like, if they ask for our ID somewhere or whatever, be like, will this work? <laughs> That's our own reality it. TV show. The Unicorn Hunters? Yes. Okay. It'll be like Ghost Hunters, but unicorns. I mean, we can hunt ghosts too, occasionally. Yeah. Sure. Oh my god. We'll be like better. There's like a little seal and everything. Oh my god. I'm, so, oh, I, ugh, I'm shook. I love this. I love this so much. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so that that's unicorns. Um... <sighs> I hope that was some interesting information for you. Oh my god. We can't go mermaid hunting. There wasn't any... I don't know. I feel like that's like... 
all of it sure is kind could. of ethically like screwed up. Like PETA, please don't come for us. Oh my god, could you imagine? <laughs> they boycott us. Oh my god, well they boycotted Pokemon and that's actually fake, so Yeah. <laughs> Unicorns are up in the air, like they might not be fake. Depends who you ask. Do you know uh you know I was watching this video the other day of like this person guessing people's um uh jobs and this one lady she was a horse whisperer still have no idea what that means <laughs> but she said that all horses are actually unicorns but you have to have like this like kind of third eye to be oh able to see God. their horns okay and i was like you know what that's kind what's of what's your that's this? actually interesting i was like what's your job it was never explained she was like you know i don't talk to the horses i listen to them and i was like okay but how do you make money off like i don't really understand what the job title so yeah, that's what I have for this week. Um, that was fun. I learned a lot, and I am now a unicorn hunter, and I've never wanted anything more in my life. Yeah. We should become mermaid fishers next. Exactly. Or pirates. We should be pirates. Let's be pirates. Of the Saskatchewan, yeah. Of the Saskatchewan River. Could you imagine? And mermaids at the same I'm time. like, what's that? It's Sandy and Chasney. Oh, I didn't even mention the unicorn. Even I hate boats. I didn't mention the, the bath unicorn. The what? The video? What video? There's a video of a reindeer. And there um, are people with phones. And they're like, a unicorn! Oh, <laughs> yeah. See, unicorns are real. They're in Canada. You can find them in Banff. And you can email us at thewoodspodcast at gmail.com. Or you can, like, DM us at thewoodspodcast on Instagram. And our Twitter is woodspodcast. Don't forget to shout out our wonderful musician dude, Jason Shaw, for... What was it? I was running waters. <laughs> I knew what it was. I was just trying to... A narrative. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that all? I think. Oh, man. I have to drive home now. Just don't. <laughs> okay. I'll stay here. Sure. I'll just go, like, sleep at my mom's shop. Sure. Should we get there at 6 a.m. and be like, what the fuck? Yeah, what are you doing here? Sleeping. Okay, go away. You can also sleep on my couch. I'm not gonna make it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, thank you for listening. Stay spooky. Bye. Bye.